You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Datfilin Podcast Network. Salute Podcast. You're always in the service drink. Salute Podcast. You always, you always, you always, you always in the service of me. Salute, 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 salute. Hey, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up, what they do? Welcome to another episode of the Salute Podcast. I'm your boy, retired Chief Master Sergeant Pat Wilcox, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Chief, a.k.a. Conscious Rhyme of the Group Purgatory. The Salute Podcast is always in the service of dreamers, and we showcase the talent of all current and proud military members and the elements of hip hop. So if you can rap, also dress fresh, and you served your country, then the salute is for you. All right, so I'm excited about this episode, too. So I always have people on here that... I can relate to and who I who I know is my people. And, and, and this this dude is one of those, man. And uh, uh before I get into it though, I'ma go, you know, let's 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 shout out um all our sponsors and and get them out the way, man. But like this this gonna be another good one. We always have good ones. This is gonna be another good one right here. So let's shout out the sponsors. All right. One time for um uh what's that? Plugs earbuds at www.gettheplugs.com. Audio swim at audioswim.com. Premier element. Premier element is my man Shorty Pimp. 305 Dade County. All day, like I always say. They don't just do they don't just do music. They do sports too. So 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 one time for them. Uh UAE. Let's go down here. You can join that feeling Patreon for three bucks. For membership, you can get all these podcasts uh, advertisement free. That's what we want to hear, advertisement free. So, yeah, man. So, uh, go check them out, www.patreon.com at uh, slap, uh, backslash that feeling podcast. And, 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 and last here, we're going to talk about the merch. So, yeah, we got merch. Hold on one second. Where's my merch? Dang it. Thought I had it over here. Yeah, got my merch though. I appreciate them. They 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 looked out for your boy, and they got me some merch. So I'm really excited about that, man. I'm like, yo, I've been waiting on that merch. So if you ain't got got your merch, go ahead on and grab you some. They got cups, they got mugs. You know, they got everything you need. My dumb behind went and bought a, a, ordered a shirt, and my doggone shirt was a small instead of an extra large. That that, that, that was on me. Can't but do yeah. That. <laughs> I did. I did that. <laughs> so belly button was popping, right? I know. <laughs> Can't do That's it. At and search for that feeling podcast in the salute. All right. So let, 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 let's get into this. Let's get into this conversation, man. Uh, so I, I always got to tell a story, and I always got to give a little introduction to my family and, and people I bring on the show. So we're gonna we're gonna do that right here, you know. So. This is a good story though. So, I had just came off active duty. You know, I was uh, did what uh, eight so years active duty, and I, 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 you know, I went down. I got on at, at a homestead at reserve base as a, as a fireman mm-hmm. on the civilian side. 
and then you know we had to do, we had to go down and, and do a, a, a you know in processing so that was back in the days when you actually got to sit down with people and have an in process and you went through everything so about 2003 like november 2003 and so yeah. i'm there you know i'm in there and so i'm sitting i see this this, this brother sitting over there i'm like oh, so let me go holler this cat so i'm gonna say you know like somebody i can chop it up with so we sit next to each other we start chopping it up that day man and when we start talking about all kind of stuff man you know come to find out you know say so he he he, he love hip-hop he's an mc you know what i'm saying come to find out he uh you know what I'm saying? he do poetry he got an album out i just had my album out my album was you know what I'm saying was the encouraging with purgatory so i got an album out he got an album out it's like damn you know what i'm saying we got so much in common mm -hmm. and then we started like talking that. about i said where you from i'm from carol city I'm from Norland. I went to Norland. You went to Norland. Oh, really? I went to America. So we just started chopping up and we just got, we went to lunch that day. We chopping up everything good, you know, so, we, you know, make connection that day. So first drill, you know, I'm coming to first drill. I got my uniform on. I'm chilling. I walk over here. Like, what the hell? This dude, this dude is an officer. This dude is an officer. I thought he was just an enlisted cat. I thought he was some enlisted dude, you know what I'm saying? Talking to me. He didn't say not one word about being an enlisted cat. He didn't say not one word about it. So I'm just checking, he's just a regular enlisted dude. No, he's not a regular enlisted dude. He, he He's an officer, he's a, he's a first lieutenant. I'm like, oh snap, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta give him a salute. And then I'm like, damn, this, you know what I'm saying? So then, you know what I mean? It, it was just crazy like that. And so from that day on, man, we, you know, we just, it just been a close relationship, man. This, this man, this man got a story, a, a crazy story, man. So I'm not gonna take away from his story, but you know, soon after that, I went, what was crazy about that was, I went, I talked about this before, man. I went and applied for Miami Dade Fire Rescue around the same time he did. The difference is, he worked for Miami Dade Fire Rescue. The difference is, he passed the physical agility test. I fell miserably. <laughs> I fell miserably. I was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I was ready. He, he, he yeah. made it through, though. You know what I'm saying? He probably been my classmate. I would. probably would have been your classmate, mm -hmm. man. I, and I, I, I fell miserably on that on that step master. You know who was there? Who was there? Big man. What's his name? Muscle Cat. What's that dude name? Holmes. He was there. I watched him do it. He, me and him, we did it the same exact day. Well, he Crazy. was right next to me. Yeah. I was his squad leader. Yeah, he was on my right. Look so at I would have, I would have been there with you. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, man, this cat, this cat got an amazing story. He, you know, he, he's a nurse. He's a paramedic. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a, he's a, 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 a poet phenom man you know what i'm saying mc phenom he's been on any project that i done had my album you know what i'm saying um unauthorized bio of pat wilcox he was on there. anytime i call him up and need some he's there man i mean he he rocked miami on his poetry tip I'm, I'm just telling you right now so you know uh without further ado as i as i say i'm gonna introduce my man power words aka pow my man marlon ferdinand what they do what's, what's up? up brother my brother from another mother yes sir yeah. Happy to be here. We talked about this. You let me know. So we made it happen. I am in the building. Oh, yeah. So we get we get hit any you topic. Hit you ready? You know what I'm saying? Hey, so you know, first things I always ask, you know, is, is like, you know, just tell a little bit about your background. Because I think you got an amazing story as to how you, you know, where you started at. And, you know, I mean, as far as the military and then, you know, where you where you at now. So I just tell, you know, the story, you know, kind of where you, where you started from, where you came from, what, you know, what, uh you know, Military-wise, what you did, military, and then you know where you were stationed at, and we just start with that, and then we're just going to everything else. Well, my family's from Trinidad, you know, so I didn't have a lot of military um, to back up even that vision, really. Um, 
you know, I was an okay student. I wanted to go to college, but the confidence wasn't really all there yet. And I, I, I got out of class with my boys. Mm -hmm. I took the ASVAB and did good by accident. Yeah, they was like, yo, you take this seriously. Maybe you can uh, do more with this, you know? Uh -huh. And I can tell you most of my walk was a faith walk. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. They told me what I qualified for. My mom was like, nah, my son ain't going no military game, shoot up and thing. And I was like, my dad was like, hey, <laughs> do, do what you're going to do. And, um, I, you know, that's what's my journey. Um, I forest gumped it. I was like, okay. Um, learned a lot. Um, real quick, um, you know, my last name Ferdinand, it stood out and I'm looking at this dude who looked eight feet tall with his hat in your face. I'm from Miami. And then, you know, quickly I realized it was, it was chess, not checkers, you know? Um, and you so, it came, so that was my start was actually in the army. Uh -huh. um, I started with field artillery and then I became a combat medic. Okay. And then from the medical. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, I like this. I'm helping people. You know, went to Fort Sam, you know, got that early. We was the first class they tried out the EMT. Yeah. I made that cut. That I wasn't even mature enough yet. Um You didn't make the EMT cut? <laughs> but we was making it happen. I'll make a stick, be a tourniquet, a yeah. crutch. You know, that field medic was a different discipline. And then um I got more engrossed in it. And then I decided, well, maybe I can try out nursing. I'm like, hey. And um, I applied to a couple of schools, but I had my eye on UN. I didn't know how much money it cost. I was just happy to get accepted. <laughs> and sure enough. <laughs> you, baby. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I was one of the few males they had um, in the school of nursing at the time. It wasn't too many males. Definitely wasn't that many brothers. Um, they had perhaps a black male maybe every three years back then. Um, you know, you had a few Latin, maybe out of a class of 75, you have six or seven men. So it wasn't quite like it was. You see a lot more males, but it's definitely a, a female run world still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then I decided, hey, you know, I, I'm going to do this nursing thing. I've been in the military a few years. You know, a lot of my people are out of college already. So I felt like I had to really look at my own race. You kind of felt like you behind, but you're not, you, you know, yeah. you're trying to align yourself with you. Um, I decided to put in for a commission. I was putting it in with the army. Um, I was diehard army. I bit the Kool-Aid. And um, <laughs> one particular drill weekend, I had like three or four people put Air Force in my ear. Not even intentional. Not even for me or at me. It was about them. Yeah. Um, when I had to sign off, he wanted to be a firefighter. This is way before I thought about being a firefighter. Mm -hmm. With the Air Force, I signed off on his paperwork. I was an E6 at the time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was rolling with the army. Personally, I had thought at the time the Air Force was kind of soft. Air Force? Nah, I ain't going <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Riding bike and all that stuff. But I was so convinced that drill weekend that God was trying to tell me to to tap the Air Force on the shoulder that I did it. I was like, Air Force? I like, all right. I was just hearing Air Force. And, uh, you know, there's no such thing as weird or coincidence. I kind of knew that early. So I was a, I navigated through a different kind of sense of feelers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I called on a weekend, um, just with a recruiter, not even a nurse recruiter, just to plant seed. I was like, yeah, God, see, I did it. Hey, sure enough. He's, I remember his name because it sounded like Heineken. He said, my name is Master Sergeant Heikinen. 
I'm getting ready to retire. You are my last recruit. Welcome to the Air Force. And I'll tell you, definitely one of the better decisions I made. Um, I was a better officer for my time in the Army. I never played out the Army. I was certainly that. But it was a it was a good formula. And I walked that walk. And um, when that chapter turned, I met you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was learning how to be a new officer. Because many times, said, you know, I was ready to give you five like this. And you was looking at me like, no. I was forgetting that I had to salute. You had to salute me. I'm ready to give you a pound. So it was a kind of a restructuring to see my boys on the base. Yeah. And um, it was a it was a different game from the Army. Um, so seeing brothers like yourself and seeing you do it like you did, it definitely uh, made me proud. And it helped my journey because we came in there together. And no, no matter I was an officer, we yeah. basically came in the same time. It was a class of about 30-something people, and it was um, eight minorities, like maybe five females and, and, and eight guys. And I keep in touch with most of you guys. All of you guys were game changers. Yeah. In that class, nobody was there just to visit and poke their nose, and now nah, we made some impact, for real. It was a main crew. I was proud to be part of that class. And I did my thing, you know what I'm saying? I did my thing out there, and... um. What kept me going is realizing now that I had a different way to make impact. It wasn't just about me. I enjoyed it. It was a weekend for many years, man. I still can't believe I just, I retired with 30 years in the military. Yep. Nobody can look at me back in the day. I had, you know, I had that walk. Yeah. But I give thanks for that journey. I really give yeah. thanks for that journey. Yeah, man. And um, retired, um, 04 major. Yeah. Made it to Lieutenant Colonel Board. You know, you had to spend some time in grade to retire that. But, you know, I take my major with pride. Um, that was way more rank than I thought that I would see or set my eyes on. And so it is just proof walking by faith and not by sight. Sometimes it just simply worked. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. So that, was, 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 was you, you know, you stationed any other place or just that, that was it? Well, in the Army, you know, I, I was in um, Ecuador, El Salvador. I did a lot of missions like that. We did a lot of med readies. A lot of field artillery, um, all them that pounding in your ear. And then um, in 2009, my last deployment was Bagram, Afghanistan. Um, 2008, 2009, um, really changed or 3D'd my whole perspective. You know, this time I spent my 20th year anniversary in Afghanistan. And then, you know, I mean, one evening, you know, I was being requested to be with a fob a forward op and rating base oh. um to be like their doctor and i was excited about it i was always about that and then you, you know you start thinking man it's different when he was a young buck man i got five kids at home you know yeah. i started thinking man dude 20 years in the game i don't have nothing to prove you know uh i'd like to hang around for my kids um you know i ride or die with this military military you know what i'm saying i fought a good fight so you know i started being more tactical with it and um was able to really digest um an overall awesome experience there were some curveballs certainly um being in a, a foreign territory um and then you know the army we always traveled mostly with groups um but it was difficult to sometimes be that one person two or three sometimes in a group but be a one person from a group from wichita kansas or somewhere yeah. you know and yeah. um man you planting right there and you charge nurse over so it's a, it's there's like a war outside the war or within the war 
you know so there's that kind of battle then your ego did this it's a lot of games playing chase you know and, and then it is a little difficult for minorities i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you any different it you know it's strategical um i was the only um black male officer actually at that hospital so whether you like it or not you stand out and i ain't asked for that kind of attention but you know you gotta you gotta rock it yeah. <laughs> you understand yeah. what i'm saying i know you know yeah you when know, you I wear know. that uniform you know so, it, it, it's it's a conversion yeah 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 a lot of people don't know you know what I'm saying i'm gonna say they always hear you know they heard my man mrk talk about it black done talked about about me rapping at my retirement ceremony but what i'm gonna say is the person that officiated over my retirement ceremony sitting right here now you know most most chiefs they go grab them a, a colonel you know what i'm saying I, and i knew a couple full bird colonels and colonels i could have called up man but this is my man you know what i'm saying and and, and, and we we kind of we started that you know i, I went in I, I went from one thing to another thing he was there with me at the beginning of that journey but you know what i'm saying i wanted to i wanted to, to end my career with him right by my side and he man he, he, he talked me up awesome man. Moment. he watched me watch me you know it, it, it this is a witness to watch me rhyme i'm probably the only chief to ever do it hopefully hopefully i'm not the last hope cats you know you know be true to themselves and go out there and do their thing and you know so he watched me do it so I, you don't I, know I, how close i was to beatboxing i was like <laughs> you was flowing i was like <laughs> i was like you know that, that might be unbecoming of a major you heard me <laughs> it was a good moment though man I, yes man, it I, was i was really you know you know i was coaching you too. he's like i don't know i was like man you better do that this yeah, is your yeah, retirement. Happy, I'm happy I that did. Night. Yeah, I'm happy I did it because it, it, it was. I, I, I wrote the rhyme. I was like, man, I'm gonna say this. And, and, and after that, I had to. I had the dog on CE Commander. I said it before. Come up to me like, yo, that was dope. He was looking at me like, like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, but yo, he came up. And he was. He was feeling it. That's where you never know who like hip hop. Yeah, because you remember you came to me. You was like, yo, Major, I don't know. I was like, what? This is your mic. I was nudging. I want you to do it. I was like, yeah. yo, I was there to watch it. I did. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> I did. made it happen. But you did it like you could. Yeah, I'm, I'm, what I want, you know what I'm saying? You you are the first. I had all these, you know, you know, even though you was a nurse in the military, I've had a whole bunch of, you know what I'm saying, one Charlie Fives, other other AFSCs, you know, and then like I said, you were you were you were not a fireman in the AFSC, but you are officially the first fireman to have <laughs> on, on the show. So I just okay. want you to talk about that a little bit, talk about working for Miami Day Five. I, I worked for Miami Day Five rescue for a while but i worked in the more of the civilian capacity you know and i was one of the health and safety officers down there well safety officers uh, uh safety guys and so basically what it was they was like you know i i, I can only use my my military preference one time that's why you know it was so hard and i tried several times to get on if i had done it the, the next time when i was working down there i would have got in but they only let hmm. me use my military preference once you had a whole different walk and you walked that walk it was let it, me it, tell it, you brother yeah man you change yeah, anything, you change everything. You you work that. Let me tell yeah. you. So yeah, man. Well, with fire rescue, you know, <laughs> I was still learning how to be a, a super nurse. At the time I applied with fire rescue, I had been a nurse about seven and a half years, but I was working in the ER. Mm -hmm. Like then they used to eat their young. You yeah. had to be woo, astute. And um but a lot of our technicians at the time I was at Memorial West. I, I've been, I've worked just about every <laughs> I worked in Memorial, and um, our technicians were paramedics, and they all worked at other departments. And this one young lady, who had since become a nurse, actually said, "Yo, I think you'd like this. You in the military? You seem pretty high speed. You should check it out." 
So I had never thought that much. Well, I heard about it. I knew it was pretty dope. I heard a lot of good things, but yep. I wasn't really on it. I was still trying to be comfortable as a nurse. I didn't want to school. Let me get in this groove. Yeah. Um, my spoken word album had just come out actually around that season. So I said, let me just home in. But I said to myself, well, you know, I'll apply. Um, let God do the rest. Just because I don't see the light all the way down on the end don't mean ain't, that's not my path, you know, by faith and not by sight again. I tell you, I applied. Then that year and a half, by the time they called me, I had heard about it so much. I was more, they were selling me without me asking. I was like, sure, I might have did something dope. Everybody's saying this thing. And the beauty of me becoming a firefighter, I didn't even grasp how it fit into everything until after. Matter of fact, so I was in a, you know, a lot of people didn't know the captain who was in charge was my boy from high school. I didn't know and he didn't know. We was like, I never said anything because I ain't want no favors. You know, I was going to yeah, do this. Yeah. You know, Nolan Viking in the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, heard? And um, they asked me and I said, you know what? Nursing ain't going anywhere. Let me go ahead and do this. Um, I dug a little, I had to dig a little deep, but I was already, you know, in shape physically. Um, I was already medically astute. You know, I just had to learn, um, you know, about being a fireman. So I was able to home in on that. Then I found the joy in it. I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna like this. Then on top of that, because I'm in the military and I was, you know, still drill weekend, I didn't even know. Yeah. We got taken care of on drill weekends. So that's one thing I didn't have to worry about. Nursing, I used to have to negotiate weekends. They'd be like, man, I'll tell you what I'll do. You work here, um, I'll switch this up. Fire rescue is like, all right, deuces, holler back when you come back, your paycheck gonna look the same. I was like, get thanks. Yeah. And I didn't even process that, you know, as a registered nurse already, I didn't have to do the paramedics. I was able to challenge the test, but I did have to do the EMT. So there's a lot of things that I didn't know, but I couldn't plan it better. If I had planned it, I might have messed it up. Sometimes yeah. I just had to walk it out. And um, 16 years later, yeah. um, you know, I'm a hazmatician driver operator. I thought about um, originally my plan was to be an officer in fire rescue, but I decided to get the, the certifications. I had the officership off my bucket list. I wanted to make my money another way and kind of, you know, I got on at 33, you know, so. Um, yeah, so you know, I ain't really that much of a sprint chicken. They really, it is really truly a young man's job. I tell you, when I'm on them fire trucks, I used to hop off. Nah, I'm holding on to the bar, look back, make sure. <laughs> moving back, you hear me? <laughs> My silver year is gonna be in a few months. Damn. Yeah, yeah. man. Well, you know, I know. You know, what I'm saying. You know, I know. I'm like, man. I, that what made me start going into the side, and I wanted to go another direction in fire service. And I was like, you know what? I'm jump off this truck. You know what I'm saying? And sure enough, when I was up at the Pentagon at Andrews Air Force Base, some people that, that was at Andrews Air Force Base, they probably, you know what I'm saying, they watching, they know what I'm talking about. I, my right. dog on me, my dog on, you know what I'm saying, yeah. my my my, uh, my tenant rushing on the basketball court. And I was like, yeah, this is like, <laughs> this man upstairs trying to tell yeah. me, hey, military, you let that go. This firefighter stuff, you need to go to, I think about, you know what I'm saying, moving, moving on. I That's used to play a lot more ball. I had to slow it down. Because my body working at a hundred is my money. Yeah. So I say, you know, Marlon, you about twenty years older than the the next dude on this court. You don't gotta go through no hole. You know what I'm saying? You work that outside. You don't gotta swap with big dudes. You know, I was, you know hang out and hit. You know, I had to be more strategic and preserve yeah, my man. knees, my ankles. Because you know, we pay with our body. Them rucksack runs. I'm feeling mm -hmm. it. Yeah, um, man. 
Yeah, man, man. Another thing, I, you know, I always want to thank you, man, because a like, couple of times you, you responded to my grandmother a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? Over in, over in the towers over there, you know what I'm talking about? The, uh, the older right. folks home, you responded to my and grandma. I said to your dad, what's your and dad? And my dad, too. Yeah, and I responded to your dad. He's like, you know, Pat? I said, do I know Pat? Yeah, man. Yeah. You responded I think to I texted you. I said, yo, I just responded to your dad. Yeah, man. Yeah. My grandmother passed like uh, about a year or two ago, man. So, but you know, I always never forgot. You know what I'm saying? He was like, man, I said, yo, man, that's my uncle, too. I think you did my uncle, too. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why we doing this. That's why we doing this right here. Yeah. Uh, it's my. I'm just showing you love because you know you always show me love with different things. So, so this man, is my next question. I needed you. You yeah, always man. sent me what I needed. Bomb tracks. Yo, man, this brother put some nice stuff on. Let it snow. I have some. That could only be what it was through your fingers, and I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. With that, well, what, what, what I did for you was at the time me and our solo. You know, we had kind of split up. And I had this whole album completed that we was gonna be our second album. And you I was holding on to it, holding on to it, holding on to it. And one day I was like, hey man, go ahead, you can you good. And I think I gave you almost all the tracks on what was gonna be the second purgatory album. I felt like Nas, well, you know. <laughs> I had all these awesome tracks. I was like, what? Yes, my brother. I was holding on to them, man. But hey, yeah, my, next, you, hey my question for you, man. I say, how did it how, how did uh being in the military influence how you do music? Well, you know, everything was a, a, is, I can't undermine anything as being a key ingredient on how I write, how I think. Um, I have a lot of music that you can see that the military mindedness is in it. Uh -huh. um, then I have, you know, I have quite a few military poems. Um, I am one of those artists that I had so much adventure, different things happening in my life. I never got a chance to write about something outside of it. You know how you, you speak in third person or you talk about something you never had no experience with, but it sounds good. I ain't even never get to do that. <laughs> I had so much real world, um, awesome experiences to talk about. You know, I was talking my son, my son flow too. And I keep telling him, you know, you got a lot to talk about, son. I know that we've been taught that hip hop come in one flavor. You gotta have a sawed off, you gotta have a chopper, but man, you got a story. You owe it to yourself to tell it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We need more of that, man. We don't got a lot of, you know, people telling stories, man. Everybody want to put up, pick up the gun, you know what I'm saying? Talk about how many racks they got, and telephone, money, telephone. We need more stories, man. So that's good on you for telling them that, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, and the opportunities were there. There was, I had, I had opportunities that rubbed me in the shoulder, but, you know, there's certain things that had me navigate differently. I mean, you know, the Vikings, um, yeah. you know, we got a couple of hip hop heads came out of there. Poison Clan was my oh, people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go, don't you can't know, keep it all the yeah. way. Now, I got, I, you know, further, you know what I'm saying? Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, you know. I gotta get to that later, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's, okay. That's a whole other thing. So my next question is, um, you know what I'm saying? Did you ever think about leaving the military or just leaving all that alone just to pursue military uh, uh pursue your music uh you know well rhyming, uh, rhyming and poetry i certainly have um once i transitioned from active duty to reserves i was able to still be able to do more than one thing it did take me away from a lot of other things though but my relationship with military was changing even when I was trying to dodge it, I was being handed this baton, and every time I grabbed it, I was doing something with it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, 
it was like I was relearning about my own self. So, um, and then, you know, I thought, okay, I can flow. I can't find a reliable beatbox. So maybe I don't rap no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I started, by the way. I was beatboxing first. Yeah. And I'll go away with the military. There'd be some talent show or something. I'd just be sitting in the cut. They'd be like, Ferdinand, get up there and do something. Then I'd be like, Ferdinand, I'd go up there and, and, and i win. So it was like I wasn't given the opportunity to leave it alone. I was like, nah. It was like God said, well, you thought I gave this to you for you? You know, <laughs> so continually I was kind of, and then finally I said, all right. Poetry was nice because now it gave you a voice. If you had something to say, nothing to hide behind. It's just you and the mic. Um, what you gonna say? Um, an opportunity to, to touch, reach, um, make people hear what you want to say, even if it ain't that pretty. You know, deliver a message they wasn't ready. You know, I didn't made the most grilled up dude come to me with tears. You know, and you know that you know that you have a voice. So, um, you know, I've done weddings, churches, youth retreats. Um, I rub shoulders. Um, with Kanye on his earlier days when he was a poet, you know, just not recognizing who he was to be, just it was just him, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of rub shoulders with people who you realize they just us who's given an opportunity was able to, you know, that talent you got, that talent we have, but we still have a voice. And um, I, poetry gave me an opportunity to still have tentacles. <laughs> Yep. and um spiritually provoke some minds and i'm um, folk so i used it as such um but my original love was flowing you know and here i am back at it you know um still realizing yo you still you can still chop up some lyrics if my my son is like yeah and my daughter my you know i got four daughters yeah. and they don't get love easy i like go oh, yo what y'all think they're like nah i don't know that so it was like so one day it was like yo dad you you spitting that one on. I was like, oh, yes. You know, you, you have to you say, my son say my thing is dope. Yo, dad. That, that, that's how I owe my son. My, my son and mine, too. They be looking at me like, oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I went right here. And, 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 you know, lately I could see, you know, I have one daughter. She don't want to get up, but I could see her with this last project. She was sort of in awe. I played like I wasn't looking. I was like, yeah. She like, she didn't want to bob her head, but it was like, she was listening to my lyrics, so it just let me know. Cause to them, I'm still just dad. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing this. You know what I'm saying? Same thing over it's, here, man. I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, I'm you just looking for the love in the crib? Yeah. Mm -mm. You better you find another way to love it yourself. Don't be looking for that validation in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I springboard off of them. Yeah. And uh, they all gave me some earnest ears. They all have their favorites. Eddie played this, so this kind of cool. Yeah. So, so what, 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 what? You know, now we talk. You know, so my, my, what, what influenced you? to become an MC and then a poet. What, what, was your, what was your influences? The B-I-G-D-O-D-Y-K-A-N-E. Dramatic, <laughs> Asiatic, unlike many, I'm different. So don't compare me to another, cause what? they can't hang. <laughs> Word to the mother. Well, back in the day, that's what I, you know, you know, back in the day when I had my fat talk, you know, they said I look like you, you know. But, um, he was one of my first, even Rakim, I, I I got caught up in the flow, the, the beauty of the 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 relationship between the words. Not just that you can stay on track and rhyme, but that you could marry it. Yeah. Rakim showed me something like that. Big Daddy Kane already had it, but he yeah. was able to just you know, so you, you can't downplay. It's almost like 
taking you know the old school Will Chamberlain's comparing him to the LeBrons. Yeah, you got to get that era that props. What was required of that era was different. Yeah, it's yeah. like I told my yeah. man Roy Thomas. You know, like there's some new things. We had a little, yeah, little thing. You know yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, you know, he's a he's a cute dog. So you know, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it's all blue and white. Yeah, I know. We was in Afghanistan before he was a cute, and oh, he, he already told me, "Hey, I done did something different." So, um, good brother, man. But you know, yeah. it's all about that blue and white, though. That five eight eight sigma. P a i b e t a. Spring of ninety one, University of Miami, baby. Epsilon oh, Delta. All right, you got that plug up in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they call me Hitman. I'm still, still, I'm still trying to decide what I want to do, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I didn't tell you what it is. Ah, right. I didn't tell you. I don't vouch for too many. <laughs> all right, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so you know what I'm saying. My next question is, um, let me see. Uh, um, do you miss being in the military? Well, I did for a hot minute until I was able to try to appreciate not being in it because be honest with you i spent my whole adult life in the military i ain't know how to not be in the military me too me too, me too just no, i spent my 18th birthday in boot camp oh wow no no you that, that was, i was a little older when i went in yeah. so it was like a i missed it was like a little divorce with family you know yeah an agreement you know sort of um but when i look back oh man whether I, you know, it wasn't until um, Command Chief told me, he said, Ferdinand, do you realize how few people did it like you did it? You know, it didn't dawn on me that way. And it, it made me reappreciate it because I don't always see it. Yeah. You know, you think about what more you could have done. Sometimes I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little too hard on myself. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I've learned to not take myself so seriously. Um, but again, uh, it wasn't some story of brilliance and had it, having it all figured out. Yeah, it was a faith walk. Yeah, word, man. I feel you, man. For me, you know me. You know it was it was like bittersweet. Once I hurt my knee, I was like, you know what? This this is what. And then you know I, I tell I say it all the time. My girl don't like when I say it, man. But I'd be like, look, man. I was um, I was in the you know what I'm saying I, I was at the Pentagon, got a chance to do some stuff that a lot of people ain't you know they work they be in the military their whole time and they don't never step foot in the Pentagon. They want to go. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. That's just, I've been able to have a lot of good experiences in the military. I was able to do a lot. I was able to That's rise funny. all the way to E9. Yeah. While I'm sitting here on this doggone show. E9. You went from slick sleeve <laughs> to the highest rank on the enlisted side. You know, it took, I got 11 promotions to make it where I made it. And um, I give thanks for that walk. I was able to have impact in ways, um, spearhead and run programs. Yeah. And you can see. Um, now the army and the air force different in a couple of weeks. Army, you go to it's the the well for one, it's a different culture. Uh, for two, um, the racial boundaries are very polar between those two. Well, I know it was I a real culture. Now, so you know I know. Yep. And in the officer corps, a whole nother thing. That's even just the air force. It's just different. So you stand out whether you like it or not. Sink or swim. We see you all eyes on you. So you had to think quick, make it look easy sometimes when it wasn't. Um, but man, the walk, you know, sometimes they say you end big and you start with a, you know, like combat ready. The middle is just what it is to get you there. And that's why I wouldn't change anything, really. Yeah, um, man, even, there's a few things that I wish went differently and, and I would have probably strategized. But in the end, if you change anything, you change everything. 
Yeah. And I yeah. have an attitude of gratitude in the now, in spite of what's going on in the world. Too much yeah, to give man. thanks for. Word. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That was my, like I said, when I when I made it to Chief, I saw a lot of stuff change. People we walk to me different, acted different, you know, kind of, you know, they, I, I was, I knew what something had changed when I made, you know, because it's 1%. Everybody not walking around with that cheap stripe on. So I knew once I made, I said, like, okay, well, I know I got to, I got to maneuver a little differently. I fought all the way to get here and I got my maneuver a little differently. But to be honest with you, man, I really, I really don't miss the military like that, man. I guess, you know, I can, I'm kind of cool, man. I'm, my girl said, don't say that, you know what I mean? But I mean, it, it, it was, I thought I was going to really miss it a whole lot once I got out. But once I got out, I was like, nah, I don't know. Really. I think I'm, the difference I'm, I'm, I'm between, right. the difference between you and I and many others too, a lot of people they set their whole Maslow hierarchy of needs around the military. Yeah, you you always had um, a, a big space left for family. Yeah. You you left a big space for creativity and your art. That's where we buried stuff at. You know what I'm saying? You always kept. You know you had your other things that you know. So you had it balanced. Some people they just bought it. So when that's removed, they they feel totally stripped. Yeah, and um. I missed some of the effect that I was able to have when others wasn't going to do it. Um, I missed op the opportunities to help those who needed it. And it wasn't even just by my race or anybody, but I was able to be a comfortable um, avenue for people to knock on my door because I knew there was a gap between the enlisted and the officership. I was enlisted for 14 years army. So I knew you know, there was this yeah. thing the officers couldn't make over there. What's good, people? It's the homie you Mac, a.k.a. Mind. boy. Hold on, let me turn this down a bit. Alright, there we go, that's better. Yo, so y'all caught me in the middle listening to one of the many Dat Feeling exclusives available only to Bandcamp subscribers. To get this track, along with the others, go to www.datfeeling.bandcamp.com and sign up for only $3 a month. Not only are there bonus tracks, but full albums that haven't been released to the general public, and new music being added regularly. So head over to www.dadfillin.bandcamp.com now and do what you gotta do to hear some dope music. Alright? Alright, I'm done with y'all. Back to my vibe. NCOs, you know? Yeah. You know, and I said, Rang has nothing to do with the friends you chose. You know what I'm saying? So I always had to strategize keeping it real. And naturally, you knew it. I was one of the few officers in the child hall with the enlisted. Yeah. But you remember, I was 14 years enlisted before I became an officer. I'm still a new officer. I'm, yeah. I'm enlisted in the heart. So yeah. I had to kind of, I did have a good balance and it was respected because they knew I wasn't afraid of low crawling the mud with them. You know, but you know, I, I got, you know, I could go like this real quick. <laughs> I had to, you know, so what's up? Yeah, and then that's um, why I want you to do my retirement ceremony because you walk like I walk. We were the same. So we, when mm -hmm. you walked up there, you had your uniform. You know, we walked the same. It wasn't. It wasn't like you know the uniform was wearing us. We was wearing the uniform. Yes, and that's um, the difference. Is we was wearing was the, the uniform. Different. It wasn't wearing us. And you know, people say, "Man, you ain't changed." No, you ain't supposed to change. Yeah. Well, not the core of who you are. You know, I had to be more tactical with how I did things. Because whether you liked it or not, and you knew it, eyes was always on you. Yo, yeah. And then I had this thing that stands out without my permission. So you just got to know, make it, make impact. Yeah, that's what I did. I was um, same exact story. Yeah. You know, yeah. they I put me in head of positions where they wondered if I would succeed, and I, I rocked it. And yeah. even I learned on the job what I'm capable of. Be honest with you, I ain't come there like 
I was like, oh, sure. All right. Yeah. Um, when I, you know, when you look back, you could like, you could be proud of those moves. Yeah. And yeah, show man. your kids something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It, it's, um, it's different, man. Like I say, man, you know, I, when I got a chance to work with a lot of officers, I started to see, I was like, man, it's, cause you know, you was like one of the first kind of, you know, officers I was around like that. You know what I mean? When I got into, you know, when I worked for DITRA and I got into that world when I was working around nothing but officers. And then I went to the Pentagon. Well, the officers. And officers everywhere. Everywhere. Everybody's an officer. So I was like, you know, I I, I saw how they saw me as a chief and an enlisted. And I saw how, you know, I saw them. You know what I mean? And we it, it was a different vibe. And I think when you, when you, it's a different, it's a difference between working at a headquarters or, or the Pentagon than being on a unit. When you had a unit, it's you an officer. It's like one of you guys, it's everybody spread like this. But when it's, when it's a whole bunch of them, they just... You know, like, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, see them, yeah. hey, what's up? You know, I go in the urinal and go take go to the bathroom. They standing there, hey, what's up, Chief? And I be, I, I look up and I'm standing next to a, a four-star general. That's how I would be. I be you know, the, that I was funny when I came over to the Air Force. Cause in the Army, we could have been homies for four years. I wouldn't know your name, your first name, till one day by accident. Your name, yeah. Patrick. You were Wilcox <laughs> or Sergeant Wilcox. Yeah. Not in the Air Force. They be in full brass. Yo, Sally. I was like, <laughs> but I was a culture. Yeah, y'all talk each other about a first name. Army was about that life. So uh, you know, so I still pull. I still bought some of my. I didn't. I didn't fully undo who I was. I just had to recalibrate it a little bit. Yeah. But um, it was definitely <laughs> a change. Yeah, man. good change I, though. I like it, but I don't miss it. But my my, my next question for you, man. Yeah, is, I did thirty uh, years. I did yeah. what I had to do. Yeah, I saw my 24, mm-hmm. 24 years. I did my 24 year salute out. <laughs> That's how I look. Made your impact and you did it. I did my If you didn't leave anything, you'd be like, man, I could have done this, but yeah. I, I ended up doing way more than I set out and I give thanks for the opportunity, you know? So I had a lot of people who still call me as a mentor and still call me major, you know, still call me big bruh um, and some awesome relationships. And um, I learned a lot about myself. I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, man. man this I, right now. I, I, I was hip hop chief the whole time. My kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the hip. I was the hip hop chief before that, and I'm the hip hop chief now. I never yep. changed who I was. I'm staying. You know, so I, I know what you mean. Man. I was POW. You know, before I was major. Yeah, <laughs> I was flowing. I mean, I think yeah, my in, in high school I was Kumar Ski at first. Then I was IBM. <laughs> I was, yeah, you know, back then Kumarski. Then I was IBM for international baseball scene. That's when I was like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's why this is salute. Then I was doing little words coming in, yeah. and then I was writing my homeboy, who's still one of my best friends. He's an attorney in Jacksonville. He's like, "Yo, you can flow. Let's tell Blonde." And he was like, nah, you ain't ready. And I'm like, I'm, I'm ready. And um, they gave it up and I, I picked it up. Um, hey, my name was Cool CT. Don't feel, I was cool. I was cool, cute, and talented. Yeah, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Was, yeah, man. Different days, though. Different yeah, days. Different days. You can't be cool, cute, and talented now. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, one or the other. So, so, so what was one of your most memorable hip-hop moments while you was in the military? You know, I had a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it took, you know, station in Fort Gordon and Fort Bragg, going to the NCO club and flowing on the mic. 
But I remember one day, it was just hundreds of people and there was one rap I did called AT. This isn't the place for me. I'd rather be chilling in Miami. I can't run, so I stay for the rest of it. So let's just make the best of it. AT, this isn't the place for me. I'd rather be watching my MTV. There's no need make a fuss, right? A couple wake ups and a bus ride. I don't even know how to remember that. That gotta be 18 years, easy. But it was anybody was in it. That was a dope moment. Then I run a talent show. Um, last round flowing. That's when I was. My last name is Ferdinand. My first name is Marlon. Once you get to know me, you might call me your darling old, maybe crazy. And if you want to know, ladies, I'm Papa, 11 and away, a buck 80. I mean, you know. <laughs> and uh, I remember I, I was flowing to um, pick it up, pick it up. Come on now. The home team, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I had some good moments that let you know I, I, I can still flow. Because I try to kind of let it go. It just ne- let it, it never let go of me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, man. Like I say, my you know, I already say on him, I had a bunch of them, man. I, you know, I, I think one of my most memorable, like, was meeting Rakim, man. Once I met Rakim, I like, he touched my hand. All I said, well, he had the softest hand. I always say that, man. That kid had the softest hand. Yeah. You can tell he ain't never did a dead work. All he did was grip the microphone. That was it. Yeah, you know what he killed those mics. Yeah, man. Oh, you know, easy. but now that you mention it, probably the real, a real big moment that really I had to see it to realize um, through when I was in Afghanistan, they had a poetry night. And I was like, poetry? I went over there and I was like, wow. But I was the only officer coming. You know, it was more an enlisted thing and it started yeah. getting bigger and bigger and more people started coming. It made, it became a big deal. I ended up doing poetry for the general. So I still have a video. It's on my YouTube, my YouTube channel. I have a, I'm doing your joint too. This is for my soldier. And I got a weapon on my side and you can see the brass you hear weapons fall on the ground, but it was rank everywhere. That was a big moment. That was because I couldn't believe it was happening. Like, yo, and you yeah, know, man. way over here in Afghanistan. And then they, they made a captain Ferdinand's corner. I was a captain at the time. And um, they had a radio station for the encouragement hour. So they used to play my CD. They used to play like five. Then I would speak or do a poem. Um, it was uh, for the encouragement hour. Yeah. Um, these are things. You had to be in the moment. I don't even roll them off as a resume. It was just opportunities that was presented and that's I, a good I got a chance to touch. But now okay. you're making me think about it. So there was a lot of moments that you just had to be in place and walk that walk. Yeah, man. I, I can imagine, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I told I tell people about, you know, the times when I got the I got to perform in Korea for it was a benefit for some um, some kids, some orphans. And I got to perform. I got to rap up there and perform, and I got it on my my EPR. I mean, that was one of the, that was a, a, a interesting moment there because I wasn't, you know. But but they let me off to do it, you know. And, and it don't happen all the time. That happened that day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one of the military moments that you like. Okay, yeah. And military so, definitely helped me with my travel because a lot of times when I would travel with the military, I find a joint, a spoken word joint. So it was like I was on tour. <laughs> Yep. You know, like if you had a weekend, I'll grab a couple of my buddies, a couple of enlisted, hey, let's do this poetry spot. I'll go in there. So I, I'll come here with an entourage of enlisted who stuck at the base and grab the mic. I had a lot of opportunities like those. Um, I just, you know, yeah. church, yeah, a wedding, just able to, hey, for now, you can do something. I always had something in the pocket. So, I'm, yeah, yeah I made it fun. <laughs> yeah, my man, my, like my man MRK said, he was on here, man. He was like, yo, he's like, we helped spread, you know what I'm saying, 
the uh, poetry, hip hop, whatever. We we spread that in the military. We took that to different places. Yeah, we did. People wouldn't maybe maybe never yeah. even thought about doing hip hop or poetry or anything like that. We took that and spread that through the military in different places. So yeah. We did. Yeah, man. So yeah. I think we already touched on this, but I'm asking, you know, see if you got something else you want to add to it. You know what I mean? I say, you know, what what was your what was it like for that for that journey from enlisted? to officer i think you already said something about it but if you want to elaborate more on it yeah go ahead. it was um it was adventurous because you know e6 you know that's some real rank in the army yeah, that is. um but you go over to the air force and you now you have to think as an officer so you know you had to change your perspective i came with a lot but i had to back some of it down you know, a little bit. You can't put your big joke on the table right off. You had to kind of understand the new relationship. But it was harder for new officers fresh out of college to understand the relationship between enlisted and officer. Me, I got it. Yeah. And so that was a big part of being a, a real a real officer, a good officer, is being able to understand your strength, your legs, the backbone, which is the enlisted, which um, and the officer, you know, the formula to which the brain and the enlisted balance out. So you knew if you knew that you didn't have to step on toes, it didn't it didn't have to be an ugly ride. I got along with everybody. Every now and then you gotta click though. Yeah. You know that you have to. Yeah. Uh, and then they respect you. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you gotta click um and, and 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 hold your ground on something you believe in. Yeah. And um, you know, I I, I created some good principles and I was able to um you know share and really have a healthy group of mentees that became awesome mentors you know and i think that was the thing the military was missing we lost everybody took their their knowledge and and retired with it mm -hmm. it became a doggy world created because of other little deposits of cancers in their own way you know yeah. but you know i've seen the military change in those 30 years it should have changed some but i don't think all of it was for the for the camaraderie based um for the group you know yeah. Yeah, man. I I, I noticed in the, you know, I had, you know, at first when you enlisted, you really don't realize that you get to working with a bunch of officers. I started noticing and I realized that they really didn't know anything about the enlisted. They really relied on the enlisted or the, the the CNCOs to tell them what to do or what was going on. So, you know, to me, this is why the stuff I didn't like about the military, we finna get in that neck. But this is one of the things mm -hmm. I didn't really, you know what I'm saying? Because I saw how these, these chiefs would do, you know what I'm saying? They try to, and they try to do it to me a couple of times. I'm like, and I'm like, look, man, get out there with that. Because I already know, the, I already know the game. Don't play that. They be like, you know, the, the, the commander, he doesn't know. He he might have an idea. He don't know much about enlisted dude. He gonna ask the, 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 the uh, he gonna ask the off the the, 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 the chief. Hey, chief, what you mm -hmm. think? Or, or, the, or the senior master sergeant, the E eight. Hey, what you think about this this guy right here? You know what I'm saying? And you know they they pretty much run that. They'll say, okay, you want to you want to discipline this guy. You want to do whatever. They're gonna ask the the, the enlisted rank guy what he think and what he wants to do. And in mm -hmm. the way that the the, the, the you know the listed guy would do, hey, the, the, the commander man, the commander made me, you know, the commander told me to do it. He pointed off on the commander when it was really him. I seen that happen so much, man. I'm like, y'all, y'all so full of, you know. But I wouldn't, I couldn't, couldn't do that. If it's me, it's me. He just the commanders really didn't know. They just really didn't know unless yeah. they were like you, who was an enlisted before that. They really didn't know, and they really relied on that enlisted. Yeah. That was a double edged sword. If you had a good chief or a good senior master and a good, you know, a good guy. He made that work the right way. If you had a, a excuse my French, an asshole, you had one of them cats. They I saved a lot of butts. Yeah. I saved a lot of butts, but you know what? 
I've been saved before too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I understood, you know, and, um, I, you know, a lot of officers wasn't able to bridge Mm-mm. that understanding. They wasn't able to see outside the, their tunnel vision to see that bigger picture. And, yeah. um, I think that was one of the, uh, things I was able to uh, add, um, often, um, you don't realize it until the end. Um, trying to create that camaraderie yeah because um you know as the war jumped off you know the whole paradigm really shifted yeah um it was a different perspective um you know you i mean the federal you you never heard any money not meeting the pockets federally you never even heard about a county having that issue now it's a different whole season. other world now oh i know you i deal holding with out on drills I'm like, what that's new yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I just, man, I just deal with some budget stuff today. Man, I deal with budget stuff every day, down to the last penny. When I can remember when it was like, we just need some hazmat equipment. You want that? Boom! They would just throw you a hazmat tra- yeah. trailer, million dollar hazmat trailer to show up. You're like what? Million dollar hat? Where you get that? It's money not like from? that anymore. It definitely ain't like that no more, man. So this leading to my next question, man. So what, 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 what would, uh, what did you like about the military, and what did you least like about the military? I like that if you made a decision, um, you can find ways to um, make it work for you. Mm-hmm. You, It wasn't designed for everybody. Um, sometimes you didn't know it was a place for you until you got in there. One thing I don't like, though, I, I, nobody volunteers information. If you ain't snooping, if you ain't looking, turning over leaves, you could really spend a decade in the military and really be ignorant and don't know anything. You got to be nosy. I had to snoop around. You had to listen. You had to really keep your company, um, your iron shop, but if iron folk around you who know can keep you, otherwise you find yourself in a pond by yourself. I didn't like some of the dog eat that you, you know, that became. Um, But, you know, with wisdom, you start knowing who is who and um, deposit on who needs it, who you know is it don't take long with our years of service to know who your mm-hmm. life is who your impact game changers are so one of the things i used to do i used to make sure people got their medals a lot of people didn't nobody was tapping nobody on the shoulder and that's why we was losing good people oh. and, you know, i had the record for giving the most meritorious service i said let me see your last three four oprs i see you doing your thing i'll look at it and i said now these are the things that i like about your opr and epr Write them in paragraph form. Let's see what we can do to start working on an award. The better it looks, the higher I can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I put them to work, know about your own gifts, and watch me do magic for you because I see you. I did that for a lot of people um, because I saw the missing link. I wanted people to hang around good people to stay. I wanted the unit to be better. You know, sometimes you end up caring more than you. You know what I'm saying? I had to balance family and military. I think I did a pretty good job of that. Um, but there's times when, you know, you can be bite the kool-aid you know how that is oh yeah Yeah, Um, be so military minded that you forget to hug your kids (laughs) you know yeah this ain't drill yeah you know even though i have told my my daughters do push-ups you know when you don't want to pop them you got to be creative drop and give me 15. you know i've done that (laughs) yeah yeah you know say i probably did something like that too man you know some some things I, you know, I, I think I touched on a couple of times on, on here, man, what I like, what I did. You know, so I, I do like, I like all the free stuff you was able to get in the military. I do like that. You know, so anytime you was able to get something free, 
I definitely like that about the military. As soon as you get out here, for you young people, think about getting out the military. As soon as you get out here, all that medical, everything belongs. Oh, man, you. there's a lot there. You got to you know, pay for that. I, I missed that part of the enlisted side because we enlisted, you get everything free. When you become an officer, you paying for everything. They're like, you got the money, dog. You ain't getting nothing. You paying for your own food. You know? So I missed that part. I missed that. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't going to give me that hat and that uniform? Nope. It's $36 for these pants, 42 for the top. <laughs> You got your USA car? Yeah. So, yeah, they do that. Yeah, and listen, they just say, here you go. What side you is? That's it. Yeah. So I missed that part. But it was yeah. worth the walk. Yeah, man, I, I walk. remember that too, man. I, I learned that too, dealing with officers. I didn't know that either because I started dealing with officers. I, oh, I paid for this and this and this. I'm like, oh, you do, but you're, you make a hell of a lot more money than me. Your retirement check was a lot more than my retirement check. <laughs> I like sure. You know, I'll take so, it. Stuff I least like, man, you know, say, you know, I, I touched on some stuff before some things I, I least like about the military. You know, we, and we've been to each yo, other for years. Yeah, yeah. And I walk, oh, I've yeah, called man. you some nights and you call me some nights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we both like, yo, yeah, man. you know, throughout the years, we kept, we, you know, we had, we knew we had a healthy shoulders in each other too. Yeah. You know, um, so you had to have those because some days, yeah, man, it can yeah, go it was, wrong. It, it, it's yeah. like that, man. You know, you know, some things I least, man. I, I mean, I just, I just, it, it's always gonna be political. I mean, it's always gonna be that stuff, man. I, I just think that, you know, I, I hated it. You know, it, it's like a big. Sometimes it could be a big good old boy network. It could be that way. If I got my friend, I like him. I'm gonna hook him up, whatever. You know, I, I could, I could tell you, you know, like I said, all the great stuff. I got to travel. That stuff is always. I can't take that away. It changed me, made me into a man. That kind of stuff. It was other stuff. That I wish I could have went back and like, eh, I, I could do without that. I, at least like that. You know what I mean? And just all that good old boy stuff. I'm gonna look out for my friend to do this, and I'm gonna get this cat some rank. I'm gonna help him his, his EPR OPR look good, and I'm gonna fudge it. When this cat ain't, he ain't did nothing. He done failed like ten P, uh, PT tests, but now he, he he get a meritorious service medal, and you don't get. Yeah, I saw stuff like that go. So it, it, the military is is, is human oriented. So as much as people try to use EPRs and try to OPRs and do all that stuff, it's a human writing well your said, OPR yeah. and your EPR. If they don't like you, or they think something about you, they're going to make your rating low. So it doesn't make a difference. I don't think they're ever going to make a EPR or OPR that's going to be something that's going to be perfect. It's impossible. Yeah. Because humans do it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. So my next question, my next question for you is, um, so do you put any kind of experience? I think I know the answer, but do you put any of your military experiences in your music? Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, I had so many deep moments that I had to put something on paper. I didn't know what it was going to be at, whether it's going to be a rap or a poem. Um, so I came up with a couple. <laughs> yeah. Wrote a song about it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was really truly from the heart. It's kind of cool. When you don't gotta make up a story, you just kinda gotta get the pen to the paper. And it's it's just there. I mean, you arrange this and put it here, and voila, there's those like, wow, wait till I talk about this, you know? Um, they're right there in front of you. So I definitely I must say, probably some of my most powerful poems are military related. They are. Yeah. Yeah, I do it too, man. I mean, me and T, we good, man. You know, every, every rhyme, we talking about Panama, Korea, because those moments were very influential. We went to other places, but we only going to talk about the good places. This episode is brought to you in part by Audio Swim.
Go to audioslim.com today and upload your tracks for as little as $5 a track. Premier Element UAE. Go to www.premierelement.com and get your representation. They don't do just music, they do sports as well. And also, get the plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter in code INT15 on checkout and you will get a 15% discount. Oh, and you don't have to pay for them up front. They also accept Suzzle. Now back to the show. That you want to be. I'm not making a rhyme about Shaw Air Force Base in South Carolina. No. I'm right. not making a, a rhyme about Panama City, Florida in, in, in the Panhandle. No. That was not no place that I was. Oh my God. Oh man, my I heard about over there. We're going to talk about the places that really influenced us and that really, you know what I'm saying, that 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 uh, that really uh, uh, meant something to us. So yeah, I talk about stuff like that all the time, man. We we uh it, we 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 good at that, man. Me and T I, on our first album, Op Solo, I say T Op Solo. On my first um on our first album, we had a song called Panama. You know what I'm saying? And we done subsequently after that, every almost every other project, we had something where we talked about something to do with Panama or uh, Korea. So yeah, man, it's we all, I think if you if you you do something long enough, you are gonna get better at it, and you gonna you gonna reference it something experienced in your life except more over and over it's real mm-hmm. yeah show sure, man so my next question is um what were some of the lessons you learned in the military and if you could do it again what would you have uh, uh done different hmm. wow i've learned so many powerful lessons I mean, I had learned some basic lessons even from the house. You know, every argument is not meant to be entertained. <laughs> you know, you know, or the about biblical one that held me down and helped me not choke somebody out a couple of times. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And when you would listen, a lot of times you realize, ooh, I don't gotta speak. You see all you need to see. And so there was a lot of lessons about the importance of silence, the importance of speaking up. The importance of having your confidence in place, um, the importance of having a strategy in place and in mind, even as it relates to my color. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, there's often there's a hundred, two hundred people, maybe three or four, and you may not see the other two or three until an hour later. Oh, in the back, you know, so that's but that's small. It's 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 a catapult though. It, in the army, it's often opposite. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? In the army, it's often opposite. I used to walk. If I knew if I wanted me some curry chicken and some oxtail, I was walking to the army child hall a couple blocks down. You know what I'm saying? I want me some nice chopped up cucumbers with some potato, some good potato salad. Air Force had it all locked. You know, so I had whatever I had. It was a different culture. Um, But the best thing you could do is know yourself. Know yourself. That's good advice. don't be real with yourself. No, own that you need to study in this area, that you need to tighten your game. Decide where you want to be. Or like it said in the, the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, begin with the end in mind. While we added another powerful one is seek first to understand, then to be understood. That one kind of got me far. Because there's sometimes like I could have took it the wrong way, but I saw that this issue he has is older than me. Yeah. It almost had nothing to do with me. 
However, if you do it again, I may take it personal, but not now. You table it. But again, um, think win-win. It's one way or the other, this going to work out. <laughs> yep. So there's a lot of tools that I picked up. I've, um, I gravitated to, um, as I got higher in rank, you just recognize you have less mentors. And first it feels like, man, who I'm going to talk to, but I think it's by design. At some point, you need to pick on your big boy drawers and be your own mentor. You know, dig in. What are your gifts? What are your focus? What are you passionate about? How are you going to, what is, how are you going to express who you are with this rank? with your platform how you gonna make an impact how you gonna make a difference or what you're here for then to look good to flowers represent you know i had my season where you know it felt good but it's like man i got way too much more i could be doing here it was cool to be an officer remember i came in from the air force enlisted no rank slick sleeve army yep. and here i am in afghanistan you walking down the block 14 15 people good morning sir good morning and you turn your head to talk to the person next to you this 20, 30 people who said good morning, sir, that you you ignored because you he asked you a question. So sometimes, you know, first it felt good, like, yeah, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And then after a while, he's like, man. I just <laughs> you know, see him run away. You see officers try to hide. They be like, you peel away of where you think your ego stands, and yeah. hopefully you get to learn something deeper than the respect you, at least your rank got that maybe you didn't earn, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I just decided I was going to be real. I wasn't going to turn the volume down on my swag, <laughs> um, but I was going to give you results. So yeah. it made you have to process the two. There was nothing I can do. You already know. It was like shaft music was playing sometimes when I was walking, you know? Yeah, I know. Who you talking to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I loved it for you know, a lot of other people because yeah, you can see them being encouraged. Like, wow, look at them here, the uniform. Look at them doing that. I feel good about that. That I can encourage. Um, and you know, thirty years, I left something. You know, the other day, um, I bumped into a firefighter whose dad was in the military with me. Yeah. He said, "Are you Major Fernand from the home?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "My dad talked about you." I was like, "It looks like," and I was like, "Wow." You know, I get things like that sometimes, and it just let you know. You touch somebody and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, you did, man. Hey, I got a book for you right here. I keep this book on deck. I got to leave me over here. You talking about books. If, if you don't oh. have this book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That was that was my first finance book. That was my first cat, book that, of finance. Yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I had to read it like twice to really grasp it. Yeah, me too. I was kind of young. Yeah. I mean, you know I got a book. I forgot to tell you all about it. We, yeah, yeah we're we going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I forgot, don't, I forgot don't, all about it. You know, I got to be better at talking about my own stuff. I'll be forgetting. I ain't say websites. I ain't say this. So I know yeah, you got yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, we gonna, I'm, I'm going to catch you up. I'm going to get you. I ain't going to okay. let you get out of here without talking about the book. You know, I got you. I got you, man. You know what I'm saying? So and, and, and I'm going to piggyback on some of that, man. You know what I'm saying? If, if I could do things differently, I'm, I'm saying some things you can't change. Like I said, I'm, I'm 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 a black man. I was a black man in the military. What I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? There, there there's some things that we need to work on culturally wise in the military that I think we could do better at. But I mean, unless you could paint your skin over, I mean, people could see you, and people are gonna come. And like I said, once I'm gonna say it again, it's a it, it's it, you 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 can't change. It, you know it, it it's human. It's humans in here. 
And so some some people that might be your that might write your OPR or your EPR, they might just not like. They might have a thing about color or somebody. You don't know that, but they're writing your EPR and they're writing your OPR. Long as there's humans, it's there. You know what I'm saying? All you could do is be the best individual that you can do, be and, and just keep doing what you're doing. That's my that's my word of advice for these young people. Keep being and doing what you can do. And that's it, man. Cause you can't rub this off. You can't mm. change how you talk. I mean, I'm from Dade County. I'm from Miami Dade County. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I talk like how I talk. I might talk a little fast. I might do what I do. But you gotta understand what my culture is. I'm, I'm a mixture of all, all you know, Caribbeans. You know what I'm saying? Latins, mm -hmm. black people. All that mixture is what make me a Miami Dade person. And my man here can attest to that. So you know, I came in the military just being myself, and I'm still yeah. being me. So yeah, that's my that's that's my thoughts on that, man. But uh, so, what advice would you give an artist uh, that are in the military now? What advice would you give? Them? Make sure you bring the totality of your experiences in the mix. Um, the world need to hear more of the story of the one percent. <laughs> um different perspectives different angles different ways they can appreciate i didn't realize how many people are actually angry when people say you know thank you for your thank you for serving um but then i was able to grasp their perspective but at the same time they just don't get it they don't understand it so we need to talk about it a little bit more um and so i always saw that there was something missing so even in the spoken word um platform you know, I was sort of an uncle in the game when it first came out. So it in poetry first came in in a couple of flavors, but not too many. One of them, the revolution was always, you know, we're going to be telling if I came angry or bitter about love in many. That was just a lot of the two stations. Um, and I knew that I definitely was a big part of a shift, you know, because it was made to do, hey, oh, here go one of our happy poets, because I was never there angry. I had a few. But for the most part, it was an outlier. I, you know, you could talk about the revolution, you could talk about the hate love. Yeah, I might have had a few experiences, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. People know they're gonna get knowledge, something deep out of POW, and I'm gonna try to uplift some energy. And then at the same time, one act of love, mentorship, whatever it is, you know, and keep it real. And so the angles um, that I can speak to a young man, a young woman, is. Um, you know, the military, I realized we've been in the military a long time. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost you own when we just retired at the same time. So we got to see the panoramic view of change. When when we got in the military, I know when I got in, it was microfish. We'd get travelers checks. It wasn't no digital none. The email didn't come out until about my eleventh year in the military. Yeah, I remember I remember when it came out. Age. Trust me, I remember when I got my first email, like, what am I supposed to do with this? That's a whole other story. Yeah. I gotta say about that email. Story. I watch oh email. We, yeah. <laughs> so the whole thing has changed now. It's super tech, um, aerospace, a whole new branch. So um, we played our position, and um, you know, like I was telling my son, you know, at some point I had to recognize, you know, the forty-five inch record and the eight-track tape. We did it. You know, my parents did. They think for for the CD and the tape, you know, and the tape that used to pop. Now I'm supposed to get into the minds of my younger MP3s and these wave file minds and try to navigate a different way of thinking. Oh, I'm on that, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm in the um, same boat, bro. And um, so show them love, show them consistency, 
the basic tenets. It ain't no real magic, you know. Um, be real, you know. Um, there's a lot of fake personalities, but the really you are with yourself. You start weeding them out. You may not be able to avoid an argument, but at least you understand who's who's speaking to you. Yeah, you're not surprised. You're not, you know. People tell you who they are. Believe them. Yeah, my angel. Show, show empathy. Show love. Yep. Just because you see it and you know there's something that really true or you don't got to act. You don't got to, you know, they person, they had a whole yesterday before your today. So I ain't going to judge them just on that now. We all graded on the curve, yep. but I remember things. Yeah, man. So what I'm going to do here, I'm about to take a pause for the calls, but I'm going to say my little story about my, my, my technology email that I got to tell the story for good. Then I'm going to take a pause for the call because I know Black going to kill me because I went through this whole interview. And I did not take a pause for a call so he can throw. Oh, but I we throw was going at it. We gonna throw yeah. some commercials in here, but I gotta take a pause. But before okay. I do that, I'm gonna tell you the story. So back into it, 2001. I'm in Korea, just getting used to this whole email thing, email, email technology. And so I, you know, I see this one girl, man. I want you know try to get with her, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I said, what best way to do this than to send my send a nice email to this girl and say, hey girl, what's going on? You know, so I saw you the other day, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, 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 now, I did not understand that there was a thing on it called spell check. And I did not realize how bad of a, of a speller I was. You know what I'm saying? And I did not understand what spell check was. So I'm in there style that thing. Uh, I send that thing off to her. Damn. And she took that thing and she, took, she, she sent it to all the females on the base like look at this fool yeah, red ink all over it. he can't even spell look at this fool man i was like oh i need to know how to do some spells i need help get me a dictionary or something but she got me so good i couldn't even say nothing man she put she sent it all over the base to everybody all the females were chiming in laughing at me yep that's my you should have stuck with the typewriter and the whiteout you know I was like, oh my god it was so bad i was like man so yeah, I understand the, the technology. So let's yeah. pause for a cause for a minute. You know, say for me and him, it's gonna be an awkward silence. For you, you gonna hear, you know, an advertisement in there. So we are gonna pause for the cause. Got on the new VA. All right, that's good enough. He, he gonna throw something in there. Well, I'm gonna read some of these comments because you don't. I don't know if you can see these comments down here, but it is comments down here at the bottom. Oh, I didn't even see it. Let me. So it's comments. You hear you say say comments. It's comments down there. And so my man, you know, I don't know who this was because a lot of people they tell them, hey man, put your your name in here so that way we can see you, or else you are gonna come up Facebook user. So it says, this is going to be a good. This is gonna be good. Officers are two hands of of do uh, uh, oh two hands off. I'm about blind. I'm, I'm, I'm blind. Two hands off. This is, it, this is going to be good. Officers are two hands off to, la- uh, to uh, due to lack of understanding of the enlisted structure. POW has a unique perspective, being prior enlisted and officer. I think that's good. I, I think that's the truth. That's that's Thank true. You. you know what I'm saying? My man, uh, black. That's black right there. He's like uh, making. He told me to make a rhyme about shark. No, it would not be dope. That's a negative. <laughs> okay. Then <laughs> he came. He said, James 119, dope verse to, to know, bro. So, yeah, got it. And he said, he said something else that's real. You said some good stuff in here. That's where that came from. But, yeah, man. You know, I'm not making it. No, no. I would never make a rhyme about Shaw Air Force Base. Now, I did 
do my first album. We recorded the first album down in, in, in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. We did do that, but no, I'm not gonna make a, a song about Shaw. Sorry. All right. <laughs> so what? What? So I'm gonna put you on the spot here. I don't know if you're gonna remember it. I think we talked about this before. I, I'm gonna see what you're gonna say. What was the first poem or rhyme you ever wrote, if you can remember? My first poem or rhyme. I remember my first one was this. It was called Gray. And even though my perspective has changed, but I was just talking about, cause I, it was a lot of racism happening. I, this rhyme that I wrote is called gray, symbolizing combinations of the black and the white. Okay, so when I talk about black and I talk about white, I talk about the same thing, but in a different light. Heck, if you want to get technical with brown and peach, peach gets browner when you hang at the beach. Brown gets peacher with bleach, but each one of us know this how to reach. So let's teach and preach, or better yet learn. This is for your own concern, so let's turn the page to another topic, yo. Let's see what you know about Negroes. Chinks fix are both, but they act different and, and they talk different. So your blood type is still either A, B, or O. And then and that was probably 10th grade. Dang. <laughs> I don't hear <laughs> me. 10th, 10th or 11th grade. Because I was rapping, then I said, then I started wanting to talk about something. Like, you know, I could make up all the stories, but like, there's real stuff to talk about. How about you try that? And I think that was my catapult into poetry. Mm -hmm. Like, I had other things in my mind I wanted to provoke people with. So, you know, I was the first one, I was, I was definitely one of the first poem, poets to sort of start singing a little bit, because I was never really no singer-singer. I mean, I was off the chain in the shower, you know, in the, when the echo right, but I was never, <laughs> you know, I would uh, harmonize with commercials, but I never was no confident singer. But in poetry, I would ease, and before you know, people say, hey, you got a nice voice, I was like, but it was a muscle yeah and actually poetry helped me exercise it more and then i remember one day they asked me to sing the national anthem on the bass i was like i ain't singing no national anthem you know it's the <laughs> range it's like yo we really so i practiced it and i did it and people stood up and you know you can mess that song up if you you, mess that song you, don't, you don't wing that song. You need to know where the key is. And ask low the bar. She messed that song up. So, oh, <laughs> but she she sort of did that. She didn't even try to. She be try. No, nah, no, nah, she she intently did that. But you can mess it up while you're doing your best because of the ways the notes. And now um, I put some time in it. Show and I was like, okay. Um, but I'm still more confident in my poetry than I am in my singing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy being able to add that flow. It's something that something else that separates you from the average oh, poet. Yeah, man. That, that's one. That's one thing I love about you, man. That's, that's one of my my things that when I think about POW, I'm like, man, I know I'm gonna get this Caribbean type, you know what I'm saying, type flow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So that whenever I call on you, I'll be like, yo, I, I already know what I'm getting. So, so my next question is, you know, I got to I got to break this out. You know what I'm saying? So my next question is, uh, yeah, what was it like? To uh, uh, yes, to go to uh, the United the, the, the U the University of Miami. What, what what was it like to go to the hold up to the University of Miami? What what was it like to go to the U? You know, it was truly a dope experience. But and I went to U and when it was the U, the <laughs> early nineties. Matter of fact, Warren Sat was my foosball partner. Eleven thirty in the student union. Come get some. Um, Mm -hmm. Ryan Barley, a good friend of mine. All these guys were friends. 
Um, Dwayne Johnson came to all our frat parties. Um, but I sort of didn't know that those days were those days. To hear these episodes completely ad-free, go to www.patreon.com slash podcast. Subscribe today for as little as $3 and you will get all these episodes ad-free. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash podcast. Now enjoy the rest of the show. into it already being you know i didn't i didn't have nothing to springboard it off of until i started seeing it from a hindsight certainly when i was in it it was dope i mean i knew we was gonna play it we was gonna win like it wasn't even like (laughs) we already knew what it was yeah so I, i guess it came with a cocky undertone we just we won you know i wasn't going you know we'd be waiting at the frat parties for people to come after because we already knew what it was um but I was able to appreciate it a lot more, even in the hindsight. Um, I was working as a firefighter um, at the stadium, and um, they had a 25th year anniversary. I'm telling my age now, right? And all the ball players was out there, you know. So a lot of the firefighters knew I went to UM. They're like, "Oh, so you went to UM? Okay." But where we were working, all them star players was calling, "Yo, third month." They all knew me, and I was like, "See, I, mean, you know, I was like, yeah, like, yeah, you know." <laughs> you know? Luke Skywalker was right there. Uncle Luke, you know, just happened to be in line and just talking and like, yo, you're looking good. And it was just, you know, to see their story and my story and seeing how to cross paths and, you know, who went to the pros, who did, you know, who who fell off, who who didn't make it or for whatever reason. But, you know, everybody got their own journey. And um, so it was definitely something I'm proud of. Um, Yeah, I came in there fall of 90. So right then we was right in there. You was right in the thick. You know, for almost all these championships. Then I pledged Phi Beta Sigma in spring of '91. So now I have my Greek letters. Like what? Now I'm now I'm I'm stepping. You can tell me nothing. Like what? Um, you know, um, you know, being a nursing student, they sure didn't have a life. I found a way to have a life. Even the nursing school was sort of off the campus, but I came right on back. And find a way to balance it, you know. Usually you had to bury, you know, I, a lot of them say you had a real major. <laughs> Nursing wasn't no joke back then. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, I stayed in my books. But then I got deployed. I got deployed in 93. And then didn't get to come back to UM till 95. Hey. Yeah. I had to come back to University of Miami in 95. And it, now this is where it was switching. The whole paradigm that was starting to dismantle. So I saw the after. That's, so that's where I was able to like, wow, look what look at what we came from and look look at what we have here. It was almost the movement was so powerful that they had to shake the sheet. <laughs> had to shake. What you yeah. think about that, man? So I be hearing cats, you know, you catch Alabama, you know, I don't work to Alabama and everybody got something to say about everybody. But they be thinking, maybe having a little jokes about, you know, you had a bunch of, you know, thugs and jailbirds and Luke paid the players and all this good stuff, man. I mean, a lot of them cats, I say, man, a lot of dudes came out of poverty. What you want? You know what I'm saying? And the good thing about you and what they would do, they would get dudes from the neighborhood who they wanted were, the opportunity. That was they a game changer. Recruiting. They were getting folks from the central, Immokalee, yeah. these places where they, they ate they, they yams and they pumpkin. <laughs> from the West. Um, and the they, West. they were already homegrown acclimated. Yeah. That was part of the strategy. 
Um, but yeah, we were gangster with it. But they rather than win like a gangster, you know, they rather dismantle that, and it's never recovered. Than rather have that image. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't realize though. University of Miami, I mean, it's a private school. You and University of Miami is a private Jewish school. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. I, you yeah, like know. you know. Just like the Fighting Irish is a you know private Catholic school, which probably you know, even peaks the rivalry in its own way. But yeah, you is a private. You would never think that it's, it's a private Jewish school, and I got the bill to prove it. <laughs> yeah, I bet, man. I mean, because yeah. you don't know a lot of people, especially a lot of black folk. You know, I, I knew a couple cats I went to school with too, man, that went out to the to the U. But here I'm sitting with some. That's why I said your journey and your story is a powerful one because you everything that somebody who's a young black man or young person should should aspire to be, man. You went to the military, you became an officer, you went to the army, you went to the Air Force, you a nurse, you a fireman, you know what I'm saying? And, and you went to the University of Miami. So you a young cat in Miami, you know, and young cat in general, man, you showing people that look, you know, it can be done. Don't say that it can't happen because I did it. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I appreciate that. Um, you know, there's moments I had to dig deep. I wasn't them, one of them brothers that just crack a book, and oh, I only read it last night and bust up eight. I used to have to, I used to have to get it in. I'd have to do three, four in the morning to make sure I can compete. Um, you know, sometimes I felt like I had to try harder. Man, you made it look so easy, but you know, you don't know their walk. And um, but the bottom line is, uh, I made it through. You know, it's like wow. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember I was graduating. I was like, wow. I said I was gonna do this, and I. I did this, the, you know, um, came back to school, had to get realigned. The nursing program had changed. So I had to grab a degree in psychology and nursing. All your people graduated. So I had to decide this is not my walk. I don't got nobody to race this out with. This is you. What you going to do? You know, um, soon after, you know, I started going with a family, you know, so it was, it was I was moving, um, but it was my journey. And um, the minute you stop trying to parallel compare it to someone else's, the, the, it's the moment you're free yeah. to move. Show, yeah. show, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Like I said, everybody say they, they, you know what I'm saying, it's all about the you, but you could definitely say it's, I, I rock you stuff all the time. I rock you stuff all day long because I'm from Miami, but, you know, it's just a handful of dudes that acted to say they could wear that ring and they went to the University of Miami. So, hey, appreciate hey, that. hey hats I'm, off to you, man. You know what I'm saying? Hats off. I'm going to take my hat off because he would probably think I ain't got no hair, but yeah, I got hair. <laughs> you see, I had to throw in the towel. I'm always wearing a hat. You know what I'm saying? Hats off. You know what I mean? So your my tape's still intact. You good. Um, say <laughs> I said, you still, your tape. You still, <laughs> you got like an 11th grade tape. I'll be like, woo. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I had to throw in the towel. Anyway, <laughs> hey. <laughs> so I got, you know what I'm saying? Before we get to the couple, the last couple, man. Well, you know, I'm almost to the end. This is pretty much the last question. My, hey, so last week, Week before last, I did a show, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on Real and Food, and I was on there, and we had Brother Marquise on there, so we're going to talk about Miami music and, you know, and some of this stuff, man. You know, when we was coming up, when I say Aunt Quiet and throw the P-Girls, you know what I'm talking about. When I say LaJuan, look, everybody say yeah. Yeah. About to say it like me, word for word, you know, every rhyme. You know, MC Shadi, that whole loop era. That whole era. Whole loop thing. So, you know, it was a big thing for me. To, to, to be sitting down with Brother Marquise. Now, Brother Marquise a part of our podcast. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I'm and his manager is now my manager. So all this stuff happened, man. Yeah, man. 
just like that from the blessing of being able to sit down with this brother. This, this brother is a, a, was a, is a good dude, man. And sometimes you go, we don't realize, we was always mm -hmm. looking at him in Miami, like you don't realize the stuff that went on behind the scenes and how these people really, a lot of they, history, humans, yeah. they suffered, you know what I'm saying? A whole lot and they have a, and if you watch the show, man, he, he got some stuff off his chest because he had to get that off. We see Uncle Luke, like Uncle Luke, you know, whatever, but what, you know, I ain't saying, you know, dudes had their own paths and they, and they had some things that they did, but you know, these dudes were legends to us. They was yeah. legends to, to us growing up in Miami. And those who don't know, you know, I'm sitting here with somebody who who from Carroll, who from Carroll City, who from North. Changed the game. Who, who know what it is, who came up in the 90s, who's heard that music and stuff like that, when who had them experiences. So, you know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the music part of, of Miami stuff right now with you. But I just wanted to touch on that, man, because he, man, he, I, I, I never thought that here I am, 47 years old. I'm telling my air 47. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's why my album is called 47. You know what I'm saying? And I'm here meeting one of my childhood guys. And he called me the other day. He called me Sunday. He called me yesterday. Brother Marquise from the Two Live Crew called me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I don't even look at it like that. I look at it like this is here, here another brother. Cause I don't, I see him more as, as a, maybe a big brother or somebody. And maybe I'm that way for him as, as that way. I'm not, I don't approach it like that. Because right. I, I don't want that. I want that man to feel comfortable when he called me. So it ain't even about that. But I'm saying this because I know you know what that meant to us. And on top of that, you know, and, and on top of that, you had an experience. And so I'm going to go into that because not only the manager, you know, she told me, hey, I had, I got a call from a one JT Money about doing something, getting some of his stuff back. You know, he kind of was kind of lost in this whole Luke, Luke stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you had the, the, the unique opportunity to battle JT Money and, and from the from the Poison Clan and Devin Neal from home team, originally of the Poison Clan. So I said all that to come back around to say, what 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 was that like? What was a young JT Money and a Debonair like battling them in the lunchroom or wherever he was at Norman? You know, those was a, those were some good times. So I was a year ahead, right? So JT Money we was always cool. So it was Debonair was kind of the new, the new dude, you know, with the New York vibe. I was like, who's this? You know? And um you know, I had already worked my way towards a couple battles, but the the brother was nice. It was like, oh, you know, it was like a, a whole new structure. You know, he came with a whole nother angle, added it to that um, to that Miami flow from the New York and the Poison Clan created their own ma magic. So those were the days when we were watching it happen. Low life mother, you know? Um, and so there was a lot of events um you know you know strawberries base station oh yeah so these are all places we would all travel you know i hit randolph's you know and then you know you would cross paths with them even my early um days fifth street luke's oh, oh, you know yeah. oh yeah fifth street, um yeah. reggae and then lime key was my joint because you know i still bought it the trini massive you yeah. know so um it was just a good era but coming from that high school era um you already knew you know he was a laid-back brother jt was cool as ice you know he ain't talk a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? You know, but always had a pound, always had a good dialogue, always had a good energy, cool spirit. Um, and they, they, you know, so when they came they, they, down there and, and they created this um, this synergy that just put Norland on the map, you know, um, it was ragging rights, you know? It was like, yo, um, Vikings in the building, dance all night. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even before Dance All Night, man, you know, that whole crew, Terrence Howe, you know, I, I, Shorty, there's a whole bunch of them boys 
Uzi, all these guys, you know, these are guys I still talk to every now and then on Facebook. And um, uh, shoot, any couple of weeks, we'll hit back on Facebook or I might catch them in Atlanta or the Northern reunion. They already know what it is, you know. I, I know that if they saw me in public, they'll come give me a pound. They know who I am. It, it ain't in. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> nothing to love. To keep it real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so good era, man. And Look, that was man, the man, yeah, it was a good era. And I was talking about I don't know if mm -hmm. you had a chance to do this, man, but I was I, I was talking to um I was talking to Brother Marquise about it when he was on uh I was on another show, man. I was like, Do you remember the day after Christmas at the Miami Arena? Did you ever get a check and, and Luke would throw that concert? Did you ever go to one a couple of those concerts? See, see, yep. I, I, I do it. I do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, who, who you got a check? I got to see, I gotta see Tough Crew. I got to see EPMD. I got to see Slick Rick. I got to see all these cats that came down. Yeah. EM, EMT, EPMD was definitely one of my favorite duos. Um, Strictly Business was my joint. Oh uh, man, but yeah, I got to see Big Daddy Kane. Uh, you know, I got to see everybody rock him. And when he came on the stage, put your hands together. I see LL, um, Slick Rick. Um, yeah. Cool G Rap, who I think was underrated. He was already he was very underrated. underrated. Very underrated. He was underrated. That dude was flowing way before he was putting work together early. Um, a lot of the juice crew. Um, MC Shan was well, you know, now the the thing is, you know, I used to go back, you probably don't know, or it didn't, you know, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. That's so, I, know, I know you talk, I, so I had family that. in you New York. So I remember I would go bowling. I remember one time I went bowling with MC Shan. You know, from the Juice Crew, so I had people down there. I mean, the block I grew up in in New York was not that far from Biggie, and we have the same birthday, except I'm one year older, and I'm here now. Hey. So I'm May 21st. I'm a hey. you know, um, of the year. So it was a lot of similarities, um, and it's, it's sort of like you know, you realize you kind of forced Gump that ride. Indeed, I had all these shoulders, all these these connections with so many powerful areas and people. Mm -hmm. and, and and you know these, these life's a box of chocolate. You never know what you're gonna get. No. And even and even his story, he he had no ego in a way. He was like, okay, yeah. You know, it's not like yeah, that can't happen. But my story mirrors that the adventure, the the range, the polarity of you know moments. Um, I couldn't have designed it. That's why I can't change anything. Oh yes, I had some ego bruising moments. Some ooh ow. Oh yeah. But you know what? I've managed to create a space where I can delete that hard drive a little easier. If it don't serve me, I've gotten better through the years and certainly now. Um, I've gotten good with deleting things that bothered me in extreme, like to the point where I can't really, I know it pissed me off, but I can't tell you detail. I've gotten really good with that. So I think it set me up where you kind of catch more of the good moments. And I've been deployed enough and asked to dip into your mental Rolodex, to dip into your your, your, your safe space enough to know that I had get I had to get better of creating that hard drive because I remember times hand bombs and stuff go off and trying to get your mind and you had to fumble and dig so I started photographing them I started putting them on my pocket you know so yeah um I had some rough moments but I had too many good ones to be tripping yeah man <laughs> that's essence. how I feel that's how I feel man like I said you know I always I always represent crib. I'm always gonna be the crib dude. But I had I, I'm happy about my journey, man. That's why I'm able man. to sit here, man. Who would have thought here I am sitting here doing a podcast, you know what I mean? And I'm able to bring cats like you on and represent mm -hmm. the home team and have yeah, people that I respect and I, I admire. 
come on the show and come on here and I'm able to talk to them and hopefully this will spread and get more military people to come on. Cause I know there's plenty of us out there. They just need just need to have a venue. That's why I was all excited about coming and making this happen. I appreciate you. You wasn't gonna let me slide either. You was like, no, yeah, I was gonna get you on I was like, I got you. You was I'm not gonna make gonna, this I was gonna, I said, cause everybody gotta hear this story, man. I mean, you're an example. It's uh, funny, I just uh, got in town um, yesterday. I took my kids, to, you know, my younger to the Bush Gardens and, you know, yeah. um, uh got in town and worked i gotta work and i hit it you know had a little fire rescue thing and, you know the covid thing going on and, and that's a whole nother dialogue but um i said i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make sure i represent for my dude and you, you did know, man you did so, so so this is that point so so you know we we was gonna play one of your songs one of the videos we did we had all that lined up and, and, and one of the songs you was going, I was going to play on here was going to be what you, I'm going to, you going to do the acapella. So, you know, every now and then the last cat to come on here and do stuff, acapella, we, we, we MC and we, 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 we perform. So we, you know, we know how to do stuff off the, off the top, off the cuff. That's what hip hop was formed of anyway. So when you have technical difficulties, technical issues, you roll with the punches. So we was having a little trouble, you know, getting this stuff uploaded on here. So I said, yo, my man, you want, you want, you want to do this, uh, you want to do this, uh, uh you know, acapella? You were like, yeah, okay. You jammed it back there, wasn't it? Actually, it was my phone ringing. I like, but it was, it was actually off my. It was actually um the instrumental from one of my tracks from Friendly Fire. <laughs> that I was trying I, to cut it off. Yes, man. I said, take yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be a Cosby Show moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyway, but hey, this 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 that moment where you know I'm gonna let you do your thing after you finish. We'll go into some of your social media and all that good stuff. But uh, you know, I, I want you. I know you finna do the song that I like. You, you perform this at my at my retirement. I like it a lot, and I think it represents what this show is about, and it represents you in a whole, and you know, and and, and all of that, man. So, without further ado, I'm gonna let you do your thing. This is for my soldiers, right? That's the name of it, right? Yeah. This is for my soldiers, right. my, my man POW. Improvise. And, and so again, you know, there's those, those songs that you created that end up being good poems, and there's some poems that end up being really good songs. This is actually written first as a song. And um, it finally has come back around and completed as a song, but it ended up being one of my most reliable and favorite poems yeah. just from the soul that it offered. Wrote a song about it. Wanna hear? Yes. Here you go. <laughs> this is for my soldiers, to all my fly girls and boys. This is for the sample fire and you sailors, Coast Guard, keep on giving. This is for the camouflage and the boots, the ribbon and metal dub suits, missing mom's chicken soup. And since freedom isn't free, all you troops keep on living. By the time that I was 18, I was wearing a camouflage suit. I traded my suede Adidas for a pair of combat boots. I gave up my pen and my paper to use my index finger to shoot. And my aim was nothing cute, <laughs> but the truth. I know what it feels like to have bullets ringing by your ear. I'ma know what it feels like to smell victory and out of air Though you're living out of your hole This war we got it on lock though But but really it's not so Cause hey, who's gonna fix my daughter's tacos? I mean, who's gonna squeeze me and think that I'm macho Encourage me so that I got your flow Power of words is off the page like Sacho And at first, 
it was all about the GI Bill. And, you know, I, I thought about the price of college and the fees I'd kill. And after five years, I lived it. And another five, I loved it. Five more, I'm praying about the enemies I'd kill. And I will, cause I wanna go home to my family and have to do this for my country. Understand me. The Army. This is for my soldiers. The Air Force. To all my fly girls and boys. Marines. This is for the Semper Fire and your sailors. Coast Guard, keep on giving. This is for the camouflage and the boots. The ribbon and metal dove suits, missing mom's chicken soup. And since freedom is and free, all you troops keep on living. Dear father, protect my family when I'm gone. I mean, forgive me. I never thought I'd have to leave them alone. I'm still the man of the house, no doubt, but I'm gone. Time to visit this time is what I'm facing. Time from now on. And at first you try to paint this different picture in your mind, like, like it's some overseas vacation from a specified time, right? But the first time you hear a grown man scream, you question whether to pull out your rifle or to pull out your weapon. Now, 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 I don't know this cat, but I trust him like my mama. Because without teamwork, you can end it like a period or you can continue with a comma. But Major Marlon Ferdinand, known as POW, and there were my rifle and Bible and mine for love, my whole armor. This is more than a saga with Osama. The best white screen playwright could not encapsulate all the drama. Like that unexpected letter to your mama, signed, sealed, delivered, with integrity, courage, valor, and honor, and honor. Got a letter in the mail, go to war or go to, hold up, wait a minute. Jet that fox home, make sure no grenades in it. See, this is for the red, white, blue, and the green too. Black, white, yellow, and camouflage, that's my team too. But only God and a few really seen you and couldn't believe what you've been through. The Army. This is for my soldiers. The Air Force. To all my fly girls and boys. This is for the Semper Navy. And you sailors, Coast Guard, keep on giving. This is for the camouflage and the boots. The ribbon and metal dub suits. Missing mugs, chicken soup. And since freedom isn't free, all you troops keep on living. Freedom isn't free, y'all. What love. Just keep on living. Oh, Peace. Yeah. oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite joints. I'm happy I could capture it on this show because that's what I wanted. I wanted to get it on here. Now, the, the song that you got is hot, too. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want to get it on here, but you don't put it just the music and you rhyming on it and it's, and, it's, and it's hot. You know what I mean? But you know, right now, we you know we improvise. We, we still made it happen on here. And that's what that's what we do. That's what hip hop is about. That's what it's all about. So before we get out of here, man, you know what I'm saying? Talk about your, your book. I tell you, I wasn't gonna let you forget that. Your book. You can talk about, you know what I'm saying? All your social media, everything you got everywhere where somebody can check out some of your videos and your music. And you know, let, let the people know. Um, Usually I ain't that good with this. So I got to get with it because it's <laughs> so much good stuff. Yeah, you, you always get on me about that. I you do, know, don't I? Gotta, yeah. Um, you know, Instagram, um, Mar Marlon POW on Instagram, um, um, POWspeaks.com is my website. Um, right now it's under construction though, because now I'm putting up a lot more, um, new footage and platforms. Um, of course there's my video. You can see it on YouTube. Y'all put in friendly fire and put POW, which stands for power of words, but just put friendly fire POW and you see me pop up a camouflage. 
Um, that's my um, video. It's called Friendly Fire. It's a life story journey. I'm very proud of it. You know, and um, so I have a book. Um, it should be, I'll be pressing the button on this in the next few days. Bam. So this is the, the example one. So you see, you know, it has the firefighter here, the military here, and the civilian here. They got the nurse on the back, but really it's a story of vision and endurance. It's, it's 28 poems broken down in uh, my seven principles, my seven pillars. It's the man, the motivation, the ministry, the military, the mindset, the medicine, and the manuscripts. Yes. So the motivation, family, I got stuff about a dad writing a letter to his daughters on his way to war, um, about meeting my son for the first time. <laughs> now I'm all, um, um, let it snow, which is about when it was in Afghanistan, um, when it snowed, it was quiet. But when the sun rose and the weather, weather got better, people were dying. So that poem is called Let It Snow. So that's on the military. It just talks about my journey, my walk on the ministry. I have a lot of spiritually provoking pieces. Um, uh, one called Where's the Sunshine, which is the story of Job and how we can relate to our story being a modern day Job, essentially. And he gets tested and tried, but he in the end, he came forth as gold. Um, my prayer, uh, it was, these are things that got me through, you know, I have it broken down. Oh, got some photos in there. Uh, uh, yeah, you seen that? Got some photos. This was in Hawaii. Um, I was on a boat just playing around doing the uh, the Titanic. And so when we came back from that, we were doing what we call MedReady, we set up clinics in their schools. And uh, everybody was trying to do it and copycat. But when... It was only at that time I realized it was a gift because the sun isn't guaranteed to be in front of you. We were going this way, over here. So I realized, I took it for granted, I just did it, and I realized it was a moment. So I'm glad I was able to capture it and put it on here. So um, so uh, it's 142 pages. It's, it has some good stuff in here. I'm excited about this project. I've been brewing it for a minute. Um, where, where, where you gonna be able to get it from? Where, where, where can you get it from? Oh. So I'm going to have it on all platforms. Certainly it's going to be on MarlonPOW.com. So look out for that. While my website is under construction, um, there is a link that I can send you to actually right now. So you can see just the forward of the website. However, um, yeah, MarlonPOW though. MarlonPOW.com. Um, POW Speaks um, is um, my YouTube channel. So Friendly Fire, you know, and stay tuned. I'm really excited about this project. I have one coming. It's called From the Front Line. And I, I talk about every part of it. Um, the front line being our heroes. You know, I'll give you a, just a sneak on the hook. Nothing to fear but fear itself until I inside. To face the sacrifice and service on the outside. With all the loss and so much pain before our eyes. These are some of the stories from the front line. The paramedic is ready to get it. The registered nurse is ready to work. The national guard is in camouflage with the cops fighting the odds before a giant. Give it up for the front line. Hero. Just a little song. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Then, uh, <laughs> but it's a banger. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I talk about the walk of a firefighter. I talk about the military veteran. I talk about the nurse. Different angles different perspectives so you can be engrossed and and i'm not even talking from for me it's just coming out of me you know um so it's a chance nobody's talking about this 
And so I look forward to getting this project. The video is going to be coming out. So all this looking out, um, you know, I'll come back on here. We'll we'll shoot this again. I'm going to shoot it your way oh, so yeah. you can spread it to the fans and let them know. Um, appreciate you checking me out. And um, yeah, we got it done, baby. We got yes, it sir. done, man. So, so, um, so uh, yeah, here's that link. Where's that link I had? I had it set up for me. YouTube channel, but yeah, check me out. POW speaks. Yeah, there's a link that can attach you to it but while it's under construction. But we waited out because when it when I unleash it, um, I want uh, I just wanted to reach everybody and you know, just enjoy it. What about your first album? You know, what I mean, because I remember I, I had, oh, copies, yeah, but you talk about the first album real quick. Before album. We get out of here, you know, you know so it's rules of engagement, friendly fiber, rules of engagement. Um, it still can be purchased, it's it, it's still actually on. Um, um what was our platform it's still CD there baby. yeah we some they still got some on cd baby um it can also be sold on the website um i i plan on having some snippets on there to listen um for the pleasure just to bring people on the path of yesterday because you know when i listen to that old it's old to me but man you realize when you're away from it you realize it's relevance and that it's your good. new growth yeah it's, it's new good. relevance and even with your mature mind you get to be reminded of your well, you had something to say even back then you know it's not you're not yeah. necessarily in a wiser state not lyrically all the time sometimes i'm looking back i'm like man that was genius what was i thinking you know what i'm saying so it was a good it was a good album i i you know saying i still yeah, got yeah. i still bump yeah that that, that album like really it, yeah that was a gift <laughs> that yeah, one yeah uh, that one had way more reach than i've ever planned so that's when i began my journey and i, I had to come to terms with yo you got something to offer this game pow yeah. I'm here to, I'm here for the long haul. You do, man. You got some, I mean, I'm ha happy that you came on here, man. I've been trying, I, I, I'm, you know, when I try to give people on here something that they can, they can, they can, you know, that can grip them. It's a little, little, little you know, that's, that's, that, that's, that stick to them. And, and you, man, you said some stuff on here. You probably going to go back and look at this like that. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, man, you don't even know how powerful the power of words, how powerful what you just said on here and how you going to probably influence some, some young airmen, so, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 seamen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Coast Guardsman, Marine, or uh, a soldier, man. You gonna, All these warriors you know, out there, these young warriors. Yeah, the young warriors out there, man. So that's the end of the show, man. So, you know, I'm happy you came on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw you the salute. And, 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 and you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it. We're going to catch up, man. We're going to keep it. Yes, my brother. One love to you, to the fans. Thank you for tuning in. Keep an AR for your boy. Power yes. of words, P-O-W. One yes, love. Sir.